Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, boom, boom. What day is it? I don't even know what day it is. Do you know what day it is? Let me know what day it is. Let me know what day it is, and, and then I'll, I'll update the audience. Oh, what's that, wife? Oh, it's Tuesday. Nice. Yeah! What up, baby? It's a beautiful day to be alive here at the Big Recorded Human Civilization. It's that meaning street number 37. We are in hell. And hard. Smash that like. What? What up, baby? How you feeling? Smash that like, spread that link, put a link in the thing. Shouts out to everyone locked in on the replay. Hello, replay gang. What up, concurrent viewers? Yeah. Ask God for the will to strength. Ask God for the will of strength to navigate the pilot in your head. G. Reggae, the Reggae. dawn. Just as everybody locked in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Here at the dawn, that was Miggy. Miggy! Miggy! That's my, uh, that's basically my version of the main theme from Parasite. Did you ever see Parasite, brother, sister? Did you ever see Parasite? Yo, Parasite's ill. Parasite is a one-season uh, anime uh, about a boy who gets a parasite. Like a weird alien who's coming down and the aliens are trying to like conquer the planet. And uh, one of them, you know, it, it, gets, it attaches itself to the boy because that's what they do. But before it can take over the boy, the boy notices it. So they become fused together. So they have to work together. This dark side, you know, it's basically the young Ian Shadow. The Taylor's oldest time, you know, it's like somewhere between uh, Spider-Man, uh, original Spider-Man story because he's an awkward teen with new powers. It's also a bit of Venom. 
and it's also a bit uh youngy and shadow you know it's great uh, it's a wonderful thing wonderful thing oh look i'm playing another anime beat i didn't even realize i'm just straight up playing anime beats today this is uh this is my perfect blue sample yeah yeah You should be a monster. You know, this was a. I, I forgot. This was a song on an old mixtape of mine called Perfect Blue. I can't even remember the chorus. It went, na, 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 Perfect Blue. <laughs> and then I used it again, or kind of remodified it for You Should Be a Monster. Maybe I'll play that. What up, you monsters? What up, Wave Gang? What up, Meaning Tribe? How's everybody feeling today? Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Da, 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 da. Vin Fuego's here. I'm radiant. Thanks for asking. That's nice. DS Duanus, you should be a. You should be a. What should you? You should be a. Monster. You should be a monster. Yeah, you should. You should. What a day. What a day. What a day. I've been on the phone all day. Well, I'm never on the phone. I've been on the, on the phone all day. I've just been having meetings all day, brother, sister. Brother, sister, all day on the phone. I did a podcast. I got a podcast every day this week. I don't know what's going on. I got one tomorrow at 12. I was supposed to do that on Saturday, and I, and I slept through it because uh, I was up till 6 in the morning. So I'm, that one's rearranged for tomorrow. Did one today. It was very nice. Shouts out to Thomas the Dank Engine. I'll let you know when that's out. We had good news today. First, I had a phone call from the manager of somebody confirming uh, that, yes, they do indeed approve me using their voice in a full-length album. Who might that be? Who might that be? Yes is in the chat who that might be. Let's say, obviously, they're, they're somebody who, who requires management and a lawyer. But then most people, most, kind of maybe most people do. Anyway, that was pretty sweet. We had another member of the Meaning Wave universe also confirmed today. Brand new one, someone I've been wanting to bring in for a while. And, uh, and I've been, you know... I hadn't got in touch with them yet. You know, I was waiting for the right time. And then somebody I was talking with earlier said, oh, by the way, I, I work with this person. And uh, I was like, oh, I want to do something with them. And they were like, that would be amazing. And then they linked us up an email. And the person in question is very excited about it. So that's it's always nice when they're excited, you know. You want people to be excited. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got guesses in the chat. Guesses in the chat. What guesses have we got? 
Digital Rhino says, Eric Weinstein. I already did Eric Weinstein. Eric Weinstein's already been done. Did you miss that? Intellectual dark wave nemesis. Akira. Did you miss that? How? Damn. Yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Eric Weinstein. He's going in right now. He's on some stuff right now. He's got clothes. Some of you have questioned why there is a ghostly image on the glass window behind me. Well, I was sitting in a parked car. I was uh, rear-ended rather suddenly and dramatically yesterday. The airbags in the other car went off. I got to thinking about, with all of the things that we do to try to extend life and make life worth living, you forget how fragile it is. Had things been a little bit different, I might have sustained some more serious injuries. I was just put in mind of what really is important to accomplish before we leave this beautiful world. Those two things have me thinking about a topic, which is the subject of who that person is and the importance of having an Yeah, baby. Shouts out to the arch nemesis and nemeses. An arch nemesis is a really important decision in your life. Like choosing ooh, ooh. a life partner, or what city you will live in, or what area you will choose in which to build your skills so that you might have a fulfilling profession. When you take an arch nemesis, it's important to realize that it's not really about cartoon relationships that superheroes have with their principal enemies. An arch nemesis is something much richer to me. It is in general a human being with whom you share a tremendous amount, but you differ on some subset of issues where 
That difference means that you cannot both win. You cannot both win. Yeah, yeah. by which we are both trying to get to this common destination. So you can think of this, for example, in terms of the civil rights movement, where Martin Luther King and Malcolm X both probably shared many goals, but they probably differed a tremendous amount on the means by which they were willing to get there. And both of them held the other in a great deal of respect but may have felt sharply different about modalities by which they were interested in getting to that common objective. Yeah. Hey, hey. Arch nemesis. Ooh. Arch nemesis. Hey. Arch nemesis. Hey. Arch nemesis. Eric Weinstein. Yeah, yeah, that's Eric Weinstein. And Akira the Don from the Intellectual Dark Wave Nemesis EP. I believe that was a five-track EP that I did. And uh, obviously some of you didn't know it existed because I was just saying, hey, two, two new members of the Wave confirmed today. Uh, two, well, two official members of the Wave confirmed today. One of them brand new, one of them being officialized officialized and uh, full album incoming. Oh, who could it be? Who could it be, brothers and sisters? You know? And uh, anyway, that was Eric Weinstein with, uh, yeah, Arch Nemesis, the opening track from the intellectual dark wave Nemesis. Nemesis EP mini album Tank, you know? And uh, yeah, I was listening to him. Yes, I listened to most of, two thirds of his recent, most recent podcast last night with James O'Keefe from Project Veritas. But I switched it off because I got bored of him going, I don't like your methods. And um, yeah, I guess, I mean, maybe they said something at the end that was different to that, but it felt it was like, it was like an hour or something of, of we both agreed that the mainstream media system is corrupt and evil. However, I do not agree with your methods of exposing this. And then James O'Keefe going, well, I feel that my methods of exposing this are the only ones left at this juncture. And they kind of kept saying the same thing over and over. It was like, all right, point. fine. But uh, shouts out to uh, Eric Weinstein for having James O'Keefe on his show. Uh, that was one of those epic activities of 2020. You know? Uh, Gordlin Didier says, I actually spoke to Eric on his Discord. Oh, nice. What did you talk about? Was it interesting? Did you learn anything? Was it fun? Uh, he's a lovely guy, Eric Weinstein. If you haven't seen it, he was on my podcast, which basically back, he just came around the studio one day and I turned on the camera. He walked through the door. I said, hey, let's podcast. And I turned on the camera and that was that. It's a good thing to do. If someone you don't know, you don't, you're not sure about them or whatever, you don't know who they are, they come around, just switch on a camera. 
You know what I mean? There's no escaping. What's wife doing? I do have water, but thank you, darling. Yes, I was I was prepared today. But uh yes. Well see look at this wonderful wife. She just comes up and brings water. It's an amazing thing. Now that song was called Nemesis. It was called Arch Nemesis, and there's another song I really love about the concept of a nemesis. Word XP, well, we'll answer that after this. Word XP just dropped a super chat. He says, who's your arch nemesis, Akira? And uh, we'll, we'll discuss that after I play you this little song, this lovely little ditty by a friend of mine, a good friend of mine. Woo! This is Chili Gonzalez. This is a song called The Grudge. like a rapper holds his crotch so just watch me if you snub me I'll try to control my temper but I'll definitely remember see what I need are enemies please a nemesis or nemeses they say revenge is like sashimi best served cold so shiver when you see me my occupation is much like a doctor I got a lot of patience Seasons change, tick-tock, and strange how I smile when I see you. I'm a sick fuck. Yeah, I'm so cunning. If I put it in your mouth, then you won't see it coming. But the truth is I need you. If you ever said sorry, I would just hate to believe you. So please don't. You are my grudge, and I won't budge. This is my right, who are you to judge? I'm aiming for you. I'm willing to wait. I'm willing to work. I'm willing to hate. plans of mice and me and nowadays you're so basically nice to me how can i hate you you say how are you jason and i'm plotting your humiliation we're like barack and mccain mozart salieri houdini and what's his name you know the guy in montreal who hit him in the stomach you are my mountain and i will piss on the summit and from that very high altitude i will be the one with the high horse attitude I'm a sadist, but I'm saying I'm the saddest dude Cause I just did everything I said I'd do What's next? I'll be the head honcho You'll be gone, but will I still be gone, zo? Without the competition Will I become a hippie or a hipster with no ambition? Please, God, no! You are my grudge, and I won't budge This is my right, who are you to judge? I'm aiming for you, I'm willing to wait I'm willing to work, I'm willing to hate Chili Gonzalez right there on the Meaning Stream uh, with a song called The Grudge. Following a song by Akira the Don and Eric Weinstein called Arch Nemesis, they're both about the same thing. 
I mean, that whole uh, Eric Weinstein uh, EP was about that whole thing. It was expanded upon. It was about the concept of an arch nemesis. An arch nemesis, which some people use, and it can be used, as a motivational tool. You know, pick a person, they're in a similar area to you, and you're kind of competing with them, you know? And uh, in a way, you're complementary because perhaps you're both trying to achieve the same thing. But only one of you could perhaps achieve it because sometimes only one, one person can win or one idea can win, you know? Possibly. Yeah, I was coming out of my phone. Uh, yeah, anyway, so... Uh, Chili Gonzalez there, his... Not Chili Gonzalez, sorry, Eric Weinstein, his, his nemesis is a, a surfer scientist, right? A surfer scientist. And Chili Gonzalez, his nemesis, was Alec Empire from Atari Teenage Riot. They were both in Berlin at the same time. Uh, Alec Empire was doing very well at the time. He was this cool sort of like punk sort of nihilist sort of a figure, exciting, sexy, black leather trousers type thing. Chili Gonzalez is this kind of like sweaty Canadian Jew, you know, he's sort of like dripping in, uh, in, in chest hair and sweat and loves hip hop and stuff. So he, he felt kind of opposed enough but close enough for that to be a good nemesis you know but as he talks about in that song they kind of became friends and he didn't like that because he liked he liked hating him he liked it when there were there were there was animosity he didn't like it when they were suddenly friends now what now am i what now what am i supposed to do where's the motivation where's the motivation you know uh, but he did make that wonderful song and um like a lot of Chili Gonzalez songs, I kind of prefer the live version, just because Chili Gonzalez is a fantastic live entertainist, and his live versions are infused with a, a huge amount of personality and uh, pizzazz, and he kind of sings them a bit different to the recorded versions. That's from an album called Soft Power, which is a very good album. I, I, I recommend it. Uh, it's a pun, the title. It was basically like a soft rock album, but, you know, soft power in the, in the international global political sense anyway what was the question for me the question for me was from word xp who's your arch nemesis akira can you guess can you guess maybe you can guess i don't know uh my arch nemesis me yesterday god damn it me yesterday that's the person i'm doing battle with that's the person who might be the guy with the answers not like sway and I, 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 yeah, I, I, that is actually the truth. I am, I am in no competition with anyone other than myself, but I don't know if I could really consider myself an arch nemesis, so I guess I don't have one now. I used to. I've had many over the years. I've had many. And I do remember that motivation of uh, an arch nemesis, but this is where perhaps uh, me and me and your boy Chili Gonzalez and me and your boy Eric Weinstein, who've both got a lot in common now, I come to think about it, this is where we differ, because uh, the motivational factor of a nemesis, I find less motivational and less useful than uh, going against myself. At this point in my life, I'm not that interested in going up against someone else, and, and uh, I guess what I'm doing isn't similar enough to anything anyone else is doing for it to make sense. I can't think of anyone else who's operating in the same space as me. Like, I can't think of anyone. If you can, please let me know. It's one of the things I have trouble with. You know, there's never, a, there's no YouTube channel to compare this to because there's no YouTube channel like this one. There's no music artist to compare myself to because there's no music artist like me. There's no individual operating in the world currently that I can think of that I can A-B test with. You know, you're always getting asked to A-B test these days and things, but I can't think of anything. Can't think of nothing. So, yeah. Anyway, shout out to Chili Gonzalez and shout out to Eric Weinstein. 
uh, both great men doing great things in the world, and uh, and have you know blessed blessed my life in their own in their own ways. You know, Chili Gonzalez uh, used to come around the crib and uh, make songs with me and stuff. And uh, one time he left a giant can of weed for me to look after. Giant thing, just giant coffee tin. And um, I kept it in the attic. But there was something magical about it. It kept calling to me, you know? And I was like, there was something, it was very magical stuff. So I'd go up in the attic and it's a giant can. I'd be like, I can have a little bit. I'll have a little bit of this. And I just kept doing that. And it was like I became possessed by this green monster. And the day he came back to get it, the day before he came back to get it, I realized I'd basically smoked the whole thing. The whole goddamn can. Pretty much the whole thing. I just, I remember the sticky greenness of it. I remember, I basically spent a month in almost like some kind of coma. Because <laughs> of this stuff, this monster in the attic that Chili Gonzalez asked me, asked me to look after for him while he was on tour. And he rang me, he said, oh yeah, I'm going to come around and see you tomorrow. We can make a song and I'll pick up, I'll pick up the monster. You know, I was like, yeah. And there was the can. And there was like, I don't know. I mean, by that point, my tolerance had got really high. So I was like, I'd be, I'd be smoking like a fistful, you know. <laughs> and there was like, you know, there was a small, a child's fistful left. And I thought I should, I should at least save this. And I was like, that's just ridiculous. You smoked the whole can of Kira, said the, said the monster, said the green weed monster. And I just sat there in the attic and I biffed down the last bit. And then I was like, shit, what am I going to do? I was like, I was like, I'll be all right. I made all these, you know, made all these justifications in my crazy stone brain. I said, I'll get him some more. I'll get it from someone. All I could get hold of was hash. And he comes around and I'm, he's like, so where is he? Where is he? You're excited to see his amazing can. Uh, I'm like, eh. he thought I was joking. He's like, Haha, very funny. You're kidding, right? I was like, eh. And I go get the can. The can's empty. He looked at me with such, like this weird mixture of utter sorrow and just disappointment. Just disappointment. Like, you know, that you ever get that look from your father? You know what I mean? And when you get that from, see, Chili Gonzalez, he's someone I really looked up to as an artist and a musician. He's somebody who inspired me. He was one of the people who inspired me to start making music. I really looked up to this guy and we became friends in later years. And uh, so him looking at me with this just almost disgust. <laughs> But I was like, it's okay, Chili. It's okay. I got you some. I got you some. Don't worry. And he's like, oh, okay, okay. He's expecting another coffee can. I give him like this. I could only get hash, you know. Here's some hash, Chili Gonzalez. The look of disappointment returned, but this one was worse. This one had like some scorn in it. It took him about an hour to stop glaring at me, at which point he, he started, he was scribbling in a notebook. I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm writing this down. One day this will be a screenplay. There'll be something will come of this. I was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> People say weed isn't addictive, but I don't know. That's, there was something about that stuff. That was some weapons grade. That shit had control of me. That stuff had control of me. My God. I don't know what it was. But uh, yeah, anyway. Toast102 says, poor chili. <laughs> right? Oh my God, imagine, he'd been around the world, he'd been on this tour, and you're like, ah, oh, I'm gonna get back to London, I'm gonna see my homie Akira the Don, he's got my special can for me, my very special weapons-grade nuclear can. This is in the UK 10 years ago, it's still illegal over there, you couldn't get good shit, you know, it's like, and this was the best shit, this is the best shit. The guy who made this shit, he was a fan of my music, and uh, he was one of these guys that he went to school with the prime ministers and all that sort of thing, and he was supposed to be one of those guys, but he opted out. You know, he got into Robert Anton Wilson and, and um, 
became some kind of crazed anarchist, sort of um, weed-growing individual. He used to grow weapons-grade weed, and he would walk around with a cane, but the cane had a sword in it. It was secretly a weapon. You know, it had like a like a metal hilt with like some kind of crazy ornament type head. Once, and he, what, the, this is it. Like I was doing this gig, and it's also the, the gig that was the first time Dan Bull ever did a show. By the way, and Dan Bull was opening for me. I DJed for him because he didn't have a DJ. He didn't know what he was doing. He turned up with a CD of beats. He didn't know what he was doing. But this guy turns up. Uh, I won't mention his name, but he was a good guy, and he was a big fan of my music. And he turned up, and he said, "Oh, I've got something for you." And he gave me a box. You know, and I took the box home and I opened it. It was this giant coffee can full of weapons-grade weed, plus two Dragon Ball Z uh, action figures with USBs grafted into them, and a pile of uh, anime DVDs. I mean, this is it. What a what a gift! What a wonderful gift. Aside from the fact that like he'd just given me something that you could go to jail for in the UK for like thirty years without telling me that's what he'd done. I mean, that was pretty. That was pretty ballsy. But uh, yeah, anyway, you know. And then I was, I was so, then I was like, I had the hookup for this hot shit, you know what I mean? So I was really cool amongst my homies. Amongst my rap homies, they already thought I was pretty cool. But once I became the guy who had the hookup for the military greys weapons level bifter, you know what I mean? Big Nasty was like, he was very excited by this. He, he saw opportunity and potential, you know? And uh, Chili Gonzalez was just like super excited. He was super grateful. He was so happy when I got that for him. And then he was like, oh, but I can't take it with me because I've got to go on talk. And he looked after it for me. So I said I would look after it. I promised. I made the man a promise. I would look after it for him. I don't know if I broke that promise or if I just smoked that promise. But yeah. Anyway. Back in the day. Now, you know, of course, I'm very, very responsible. I would never do anything like that. I don't even have time for that. It was 420. I didn't even, I didn't even do anything related to weed, actually. I played some music for you guys, but I was just so busy. If I didn't even escape to my mind, you know, to even... You know? <laughs> Shouts out to Kyle Hoff. Thank you for the super chat. Kyle Hoff says, Hey, my baby boy, August, is a week old. No! Wow! Big love to Akira. To all your strong men and strong women, thanks for sharing this wild time. Damn! Damn, Kyle Hoff! Kyle Hoff! Kyle Hoff, we are proud of you! We're proud of you, Kyle Hoff. And, um, damn, I gotta play you a song, you know? I gotta play you a song for you in August, you and young August. And, uh, yeah, let's play a song for you and young August. Woohoo! Yeah, baby. This one goes out to Kyle Huff in August. One of the things I tend to do is to look at symbolic representations through the lens of evolutionary biology rather than assuming that these representations are mere superstitions that play no functions like we have the idea that there's a deity that's father-like so it's a disembodied spirit in some sense that's eternal that has eternal characteristics like okay well strip it of its metaphysics if you strip it of its metaphysics and just look at it as a biological phenomena it's like well what the idea that there's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the Father, spirit of the Father. What might that be a reflection of? 
Well, it's like that. There's you imitating your father, but your father imitated his father and his father and his father and his father imitated his father. So in some sense, what your father actually imitated was the pattern of fathers across time. And you can think of the transcendent father as the pattern of fathers across time. When a child imitates his father in pretend play, when I'm pretending to be my father, I'm observing my father across multiple situations. And then I'm abstracting out the commonalities in behavior attitude across those situations. Then make him father. And then I incorporate that and dramatize it in my pretend play. It's unbelievably sophisticated. And so it's what the child is doing in pretend play is coming to embody the disembodied spirit of the father. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the father, spirit of the father. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the father, spirit of the father. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the father. Spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal, eternal spirit. Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. And so you think, well, that is a disembodied spirit. It's a disembodied spirit that's incarnated in the collective of fathers. Yeah, God yeah. God. Yeah, yeah. And what is that? Well, it's a Woo! judge. That's for sure. It's a judge. Even when you interact with the the hierarchy of, of men who are currently alive, something can be abstracted out of that. It's like the patriarchal spirit. And if you don't think that's judging you, you are not thinking. It's absolutely judging you. That's what rancors you in a hierarchy. There's a, an eternal, eternal spirit, spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal, eternal spirit. Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal, eternal spirit. Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. There's a an eternal, eternal spirit. Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. Yeah, yeah. Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. That's for Kyle Huff. Kyle Huff and young baby August. One week old today. Congratulations, brother. Congratulations to you both. And you know, the whole of your damn family. The whole of your beautiful family. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. What up, everybody? How you doing? Apparently seven... Apparently seven of you haven't smashed like. What is wrong with you? What are you doing? Today, an incremental improvement. Incremental improvement update. Incremental improvement. What happened today that was an incremental improvement? Uh, I don't know if it really counts as that. I added uh, a camera. So, like, I added uh, the, 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 the record deck. <laughs> and it's not really working very well. Look at it, it's all jerky. I know it's just changed size. So, yeah, I don't know if that's an imp- incremental improvement. That was an attempt at an incremental improvement, but it hasn't worked out very well, so we'll try again tomorrow. <laughs> you know, we'll do that. Um, what else did we do? We made a decision. We experimented. You know, you always got to try things, see if they work. Try adjusting your systems. 
You know what I mean? It's systems over goals, right till we die. Systems over goals. Why is it systems over goals? Why is systems over goals? This is Scott Adams' concept, by the way. But why systems over goals? Because a goal, the whole time you're not reaching it, you're essentially a loser. Basically, subconsciously. You know what I mean? And then when you achieve the goal, then it's like, now what? So what you want to do is you implement, you want to implement systems, right? That get you to where you want to go. Little by little by little by little. Your boy Alan Watts, uh, well, he, I haven't heard him say this, but I was speaking with Mark Watts, his son, earlier today. And he told me that his dad used to sit him on his knee and he would tell him the story of, uh, of a boat, you know, steering a big ship. And uh, they were steering a big ship, you know, and they wanted to turn it all the way back around. And you just have to turn it a little bit, you know, a little bit, a little bit. And then eventually you're going in the right direction. You know what I mean? You just got to turn that, just steer that ship a little bit, a little bit every day. You know what I mean? Incremental improvements. The system, if incremental improvements is the system, you'll get to it. You'll have a vast improvement, you know, in, a, in not too long time. Something that I have problem with is I often uh, overestimate what I can do in a day, underestimate what I can do in a year. Systems helps you with that, right? Systems helps you with that. So the system, you know, of this streaming every day, right the system of just increment incrementally improving the experience every day look at where we are now compared to 37 days ago if you look at those first streams that's some barbarian shit you know yeah! but couldn't do all that in a day rome was not built in a day and it was uh maybe it was destroyed in a day i don't know but um yeah so we experimented with putting the downloading with uh making the streams go go on the second channel because it felt like the streams going live here was hammering uh, the algorithm. The algorithm was just shitting on us and not showing our stuff to anybody. But we tried that for a week and it, it didn't help. The algorithm continues to shit on us. And it just created loads of extra work and, uh, and confused people and made people not realize they could rewatch these streams. So the streams are back here. The streams are back here. And uh, the second channel, Meaning Wave TV, we're going to be using that to upload clips of little moments from here. So maybe that, that story about the, the, the coffee can of weed will end up there as its own clip, maybe. We shall see, you know, we shall see. But that's, so that's what's going on there. Incremental improvements, you know, incremental improvements. Um, Vin Fuego says, YouTube comments complaining about too much talking here. Crack me up, story time, best time. Who complained about too much talking? Wasn't it one person? That's the funny thing about the internet. Like, one person leaves a comment and is like, oh, consensus is... One comment. However, I do take these things into account. And it's possible there is too much talking. It's possible. Maybe it is, you know? So I will talk less today, since you've just said that as well. And you know what it is? Is we're supposed to be waiting for 100 likes and then we start the DJ set. But the problem is, is it takes so long for some of you guys to smash like... That it ends up being like an hour. <laughs> and it's a vicious thing, right? Because a 100 likes, the whole reason we instigated the 100 likes thing was for some reason at about 100 likes, that's when YouTube like sorts the quality of the stream so you don't get like crappy stream quality. And they also kind of open up the gates and let people in. They don't really notify very many people. I saw Cindy Bailey, you know, who's been here like every night. Every night she's been here, I think, since the beginning. She didn't get a notification. How can you not know if I Cindy Bailey YouTube? If anyone wants to know about the meaning stream, it's Cindy Bailey. Come on. Come on. What is wrong with you? You know, so anyway, you better smash that like. You better smash that bell. You better make sure you've got all notifications switched on. And you better join the Discord too, because YouTube Hero Alex will pop a notification in the Discord and let you know when we're going live. Because he's reliable. You know, he's a reliable, trustworthy sort of a fellow. Shout out to YouTube Hero Alex all day long. 
You know? What a bad guy. What a bad motherfucker he is. You know? Um. <laughs> Incremental improvements. Did you get your antimicrobial face mask? Yes, did you? Did you get it yet? Uh, you know, I was in communication with the uh, the factory today, and uh, these things are being uh, these things are being created currently. They're being made currently. They're being manufactured currently, so they'll be going out shortly. You know, so you better get yours. You better get them, baby, while the going is good. Get your antimicrobial face mask with Jocko's face on it, or Jordan Peterson's face on it. You can pretend to be Jordan Peterson. You can be the envy of all your pals. You know, if you if you see your pals, I guess you can see them on Zoom, huh? You'll be the envy of everyone on Zoom with your antimicrobial face mask from MeaningWave.com. Yes, you will. Okay, now back to Young. You know, what what a wonderful selection. Uh, I've got a bunch of them on the way myself. Oh, I do. I've got a bunch on the way myself. If my browser ever opens, I've got a Mosway face mask coming. Got Morrissey on my face, flicking the V's and wearing a Bart Simpson T-shirt. Oh yes. Oh yes. You know, got a Alan Watts face mask coming. That's going to be great. I've got the Alan Watts album coming. How about that? The new album. The new Alan Watts album. You know, and I was uh, I was talking with his son today. We were, we, were, we were plotting and scheming. You know, we were coming up with amazing plans, interesting ideas. And, uh, and he was telling me cool stories about back in the day. I do love talking to Mark Watts, uh, Alan Watts' son. Uh, he has such cool stories. He has such a crazy childhood. He has such an interesting upbringing. He's just hanging around with Alan Watts and Joseph Campbell and people like that. You know what I mean? Imagine being like a little boy and you're like, you're interested in like making films and shit and you're just hanging around with those sorts of cats. Crazy times. Anyway, uh, I think we're going to get him on here. Would you like that? What do you think? Would you like that? Would you like to have uh, Mark Watts on here? Would you be interested? Let me know. Do you let me know? And, uh, yeah. Internet Gas says, I can't wait to say good while wearing good all over my face and shirt. Now, you won't be saying good. You'll be saying good. Good. You're going to say good. good. Yes, you are. Oh, man, I love this machine. What a wonderful machine. Uh, thank you very much for this machine. This machine was, was um, you know, it was a gift from a patron. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? What, what a wonderful time to be alive it is. Uh, yeah, anyway... Um, yeah, we need to do the international high five. Yeah, let's do the international high five. International high five, guys. Question and answer I want to know. Here's what I want to know. I want to know uh, where you are, in one word, and what you would like to see on this stream. You could say a person. You could say a feature. You could say a song. You could say a, a concept. Whatever it is. Where are you and what do you want to see on this stream in the future? You let me know, brother, sister. Shouts out to Sheila in the chat. She dropping those purple wave emojis. Brand new for members is purple wave emojis. If you're a member, you can drop a purple wave emoji. Isn't that wonderful? Greg A. The Dawn Eternally. Dropping all those emojis. All those righteous emojis. Just, just righteous emoji season, you know? Liam Davis says, Systems keep me hyper-productive and autonomous. Yeah! That's like... I feel that should be on my grave or something, you know? I should have that tattooed on my face. Yeah. I really should. Uh, J-Ram says, I have achieved a different level of understanding for that song. Which song? Oh, Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. Spirit of the Father. Shout out to all the fathers. 
You know what I mean? Shouts out to all the popses. Shouts out to all the mumses. You know what I mean? Shouts out to uh, all the brothers and the sisters. In fact, I would say shouts out to everybody apart from whoever it was who wrote the script for that new Pixar film. Because uh, the more I think about that, the more it annoys me. If it, it seems to me that another one of the core messages of it, apart from like um, getting kids into witchcraft, <laughs> necromancy, was that like you don't need a dad. What's that film called? Uplift or something? Forward. Onward. Yeah. He spends the whole film like trying to get his dad back. And at the end, he's like, actually, you know, what? I never, I don't need a dad. I had a brother. I never needed a dad. Sod dad. And he spent all this time working out a way of like, you know, it's a magical thing of seeing his father again. And at the end, he's like, you know, what? I don't need it. I had a brother. And now, okay, you could say, well, you know, the message was that, you know, like what's important is the family you have, not the family you don't have. You could also read it as a message saying you don't need a dad. That's not true. That's silly. That's nonsense. Definitely need a dad. You ask, you ask Hercules. He's my son. You say, Hercules, do you need a dad or not? What do you think he's going to say? Oh, my goodness. Who's this? Oh, I just missed what looked like a very interesting message. Uh, oh, God, the chat's going crazy. J-Ram says, Rivers... Oh, here we go. Okay, cool. Here we go. We get, we're getting in our answers. We're getting our answers. We're getting our answers. Let's get some music going while we get the answers. We've got wave emojis. We've got um, all sorts of cool shit. Um, and we've got we've got Action Bronson instrumental. Brian is in Mexico. What's up, Brian? Liam is in Massachusetts, and uh, he wants meaning on this stream. Oh, damn, I don't know if we can do it. I don't know if we can do it. Captain Strong is in Louisiana, and he wants Thomas Sewell. Pissy Cat is just dropping purple wager movies like a G. Sheila is in Nashville and wants Don Family Ask Anything. Ooh, that's a good idea. I should be keeping a track of these good ideas, frankly. How do I do that? Um, I'm going to screenshot them. That's a good one. Okay, John Grady. John Grady, what are you saying, John Grady? Spokane wants to see tracks with narrated work by C.S. Lewis. Hey. Me too. I want to see that. I do, I do. I do, I do. Don't you? Uh, and Bruce Tequess Thomas Sewell two for Thomas Sewell interesting internet gas Australia wants a lava lamp that would go well here huh that would be, look good there a lava lamp that's a good suggestion I'm going to screenshot that <laughs> uh, Greg A. The Dawn continued nice uh, oh yeah Terrence McKenna yes <laughs> Andrew Klein Arizona I want to see you get down no matter how you mix it, it's always killer and makes you think of fuel. Thank you. You're going to see me get down, I promise you. Brian says, I'd like a 70s disco set. Ooh, ooh, ooh. That's a great idea. I'd love to do a 70s disco set. Maybe I might risk one this weekend, see if the stream gets yeeted or not. I mean, you know. Oh, man, I do a mean 70s disco set. You shit. You, don't, you, you wouldn't believe. Uh, Kyle Hoff, Ohio, honest conversation. More honest conversation. Oh, you mean with somebody else? Yeah. Not just you guys. Cody Taylor from Colorado. We need to see Akira the Don. He's got clout. I heard something about that. What do we know about Akira the Don? Uh, Jordan Peterson on the soundboard. He's got clout. Good point. Good point well made. J-Ram, Riverside, more cowbell. But seriously, as great as it is, you remind me of the DJ from Jet Set Radio. Ooh. Ooh. High praise. Yeah. Word XP in Toronto, I'd love to hear some Q&A with Watts' son. We could maybe make that happen, huh? 
Joshua Tran, Seattle, Scott Adams. Did you ever hear the Scott Adams song I did? Just in case you didn't, I did a song with Scott Adams. It's called Good Versus Good. Kind of technically, it's me and Scott Adams and Norm MacDonald. Mm, Norm MacDonald. Mm. Andrew C in Toronto. Uh, Eric Weinstein versus Stephen Wolf from Rap Battle. Mind blown emoji. Ooh. Cindy Bailey, Marino Valley. I want to see Linda Belcher dancing on screen. I shout you not. That is me singing and dancing all the time. I don't know who Linda Belcher is. What is what a strange surname. Is that a real name? Imagine being called Belcher. That's crazy. Hey, House Palmer in Tacoma, Washington. I want to see some. Fitch Nat Nan. I don't even know what that is, so I'm gonna have to check that out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to look. Yeah. Uh, Greg, a, the dawn, the dawn says Akira's voice more too. SM. Yeah. Maybe there'll be more of my voice soon. Hey. I mean, it's a lovely voice. Listen to it. It's a golden voice. Listen to that sonorous thing. Uh, the Vuim Fuegos is paradise. Jive bunny. Great flower is on earth and wants some more dancing ducks on the screen. I haven't got any dancing ducks on the screen. There's actually a dearth of ducks on this stream. There is a dearth of ducks. That's probably a problem, considering the audience. Internet gas just just slipped away. Just slipped away. Where did you go? Oh, there you go. Kyle Huff, how's your sleep? Ah, eh. I'm living though, that's true. Snares, mini, I'll drop some emojis. Maria, Lizak, yes to dancing ducks and maybe dancing penguin. Yeah. Sheila D, capital city of Canada, baby, would love to see me on JRE, Theo, or maybe Joey Diaz podcast. Yeah, me too. I mean, the way that happens is you guys just badger those people. That's how people book podcasts. They just go, they either do it themselves or they have someone else monitor who people are asking for. And if they see enough people asking for someone, then it happens. So that that's all in your hands, baby. That's in your hands. Number one gym fan, Jet Set Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Hensai Warhol in Zencampman, Massachusetts. The quarantine team. The quarantine gathering technology become data server providers to start our own music streaming service. Ooh. Big ideas. Uh, Mark Watson and I were discussing these big ideas earlier. We were talking about these. Huge technological advancements that are coming because of this, that are already being pushed. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. DS in Tacoma. It'd be dope if you had that camera that followed your movements and regulations could continue. Ooh, yeah. You, people moaned about that one, though. People said it was making them feel sick. Loads of people said, stop using that camera that follows your movements. It's making me feel sick. I, I, you know, I don't want people to be sick. What, what does everyone think about that camera? Let me know in the chat. Let's have a vote. What do you think of that camera? Huh? How do we feel? Anyway, let's do the international high five. Three, two, one. International high five. Go. Woo.
Yeah, all right, baby. That was the international high five. Uh, shouts out to everybody locked in. Shouts out to everyone who's smashing likes. Shouts out to everyone who's uh, dropping super chats. You are very much appreciated. Snare Saint Minial. So glad to hear about local August. My new son Everett is also a week to what? My son August, Everett, sorry, is also a week today. Everett and August are both a week old. Both meaning babies. Both meaning stream quarantine team meaning babies. What the heck? Wow. Shouts out to Everett and August all day long. That's amazing. I think I should just dedicate this whole stream to Everett and August. Everett and August, this is for you. You are the future. I'm very glad you're here. And, uh, you know, shouts out to all of the parents. It's so hard to be inspired without a dad, says Kyle Huff. Well, you know, August ain't got to worry about that, Kyle Huff. He's got you. And, uh, you know, and the rest of you, you've got me. And you got the whole goddamn quarantine. We're in this together, baby. We're here together. And uh, I'm going to defy convention today, and I'm going to start the DJ set without 100 likes. I am. I'm going to. I'm going to do it. I'm going crazy. So you better smash that like regardless. You know? Because uh, we're going deep. We're going deep. We're, going, we're taking it back. We're taking it all the way back to the 90s.
Yo, check it out, it's Rape on the Chef, rockin' with a chair of the dawn, you heard? You know what it is, man. All real shit, wait.
paysage musical, du ghetto jusqu'à la galaxie.
And they represent this imagistically as a network. Imagine a multidimensional spider web covered in dew in the morning. And every single drop of dew on this web contains in it the reflections of all the other drops of dew. And of course, in turn, in every drop of dew that one drop reflects, there is the reflection of all the others again. And they use this image to represent the interdependence of everything in the world. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun. image, if we put it into a linguistic analogy, we would say this, words have meaning only in context. The meaning of any word depends upon the sentence drawn upon the paragraph in which it's found. So that if I say this tree has no bark, that's one thing. And if I say this dog has no bark, That's another thing. So you see always that the meaning of the word is, is in relation to the context. Now in exactly the same way, the meaning as well as the existence of an individual person, an organism, is in relation to the context. You are what you are. Sitting here at this moment, in your particular kind of clothes, And with the particular colors of your faces, your particular personalities, your family involvements, your business involvements, your neuroses, and your everything. You are that precisely in relation to an extremely complex environment. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun, but it takes more than one. You see, it takes two. We could have so much fun. Yeah. But it takes more than one. Hey, you are what? Star that we observe didn't exist. You would be different from what you are now. Facts. I don't say you wouldn't exist, but you would exist differently. You might say the connection is very faint. It's something that you don't ordinarily have to think about. It's not important. But basically, it is important. Only you say, I don't have to think about it, because it's there all the time. See, for example, the floor is underneath you all the time. Yes. Some sort of floor, some sort of earth. That's true. And you, do, you really don't have to think about it. I don't, you're right. It's, always, it's just always there, it's always around. Damn! If, if you're, you become insensitive, you stop thinking about it. Ah, oh, shit. But there it is. There it is. So in the same way... So in the same way... Subtle interdependence Woo! with... Oh yeah. In other words, if my finger out here is all alone and the wind doesn't move and 
Ducks are swimming in the water. All the ducks are, all the ducks are. Akira. Akira. All the ducks are swimming in the water. All the ducks are swimming in the water. All the ducks are swimming in the water. Swimming in the water. Yeah, baby. Yeah, what do we know about ducks? Swimming in the world. Uh, yeah. Ooh, ooh. 
what you know about ducks. You know ducks engage in male on male, uh, 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 what would you call it? You know, <laughs> shit. Why am I talking about ducks? What is it with you guys and ducks? What is it with you guys and ducks? We just get through like an amazing, what was that? Like late 90s, early 2000s underground hip hop instrumental set. I mean, that in itself is rare and beautiful. And then we finish it with like an improvised Alan Watts bootleg over a Dr. Dre beat. What the hell? Who saw that coming? Not me. I didn't see that coming. And also, then there was a cool little bit of extra like chorus that I sang on top of it that I now wish was in the original. Also, the whole thing was like uh, like 15 BPM faster than the original. So it's basically a remix. That was a cool remix. That was a cool remix that we just had live. Live on the Meaning Stream, brothers and sisters. Epic activities only. Exclusive activities only. You ain't getting this kind of content nowhere else. Where else you get this kind of thing? Huh? Huh? That's right, you don't. What up, Lucid? The Lucid Lefty. Don't want a last name. Bet you drop $10 super chat so you get a big shout out now. Ooh, yeah. Bless your soul. Shouts out to everybody supporting during that session. That was a session. It was a session that uh, escalated quickly. You know, it escalated. It just escalated. I don't know what happened. Sometimes I get these, like, my normally my energy is very well regulated. It's very steady. But occasionally I'll get a boost from somewhere. Sometimes it'll be something one of you guys do. You know, some occurrence will occur on the screen. I'll notice. It's not going to. Sometimes something just comes through the force. I don't know where it comes from. Sometimes inspiration just falls out of the fucking sky. Or it comes up from the inner earth. You know what I mean? We don't do enough research into the, in, the, the inner earth, frankly. That concerns and annoys me. We, when I was a little kid, I remember journey to the center of the earth and reading them books and things and that shit. Cats of my imagination, I was like, what is in the earth? We should find out. No one's ever seems interested in finding out. We should be doing mad tunneling expeditions. You know what I mean? I want to find out what's down there. I want to see. Don't be giving none of your pseudo-scientific stuff about, uh, like, whatever it is. I don't, I ain't buying it. I want to go, I want to, I want explorations. We don't even know what's in the ocean. Do you know how much of this flipping planet is ocean? If you look at the pictures of it from the other side, the whole thing. We don't know what's in there. God damn it. I want to go to inner earth. I want to go discover the dinosaur people. You know what I mean? That's what I want to do. I want to go to Antarctica and go down there. Apparently in Antarctica, that's why there's a, uh, you know, I saw this on something. Someone, one of those guys, you know what I mean? The guys that know everything. They just know all the stuff. How do they know it? But they know that there's a secret tunnel in Antarctica. That's why there's a UN agreement between everyone not to go there. Because there's a secret tunnel and you can go down and hang out with the dinosaur people who live in the middle of the earth. I want to do that. Don't you want to do that? I do. I've heard they fly down there. I heard it's giant caverns and they just fly around. Woo. You know what I mean? It sounds chill. But then saying that, I also used to love War of the Worlds. And in War of the Worlds, to get away from the Martians, you know what I mean? What they do is they go underground and they build amazing cities underground. And above ground, the Martians just get fucking cold and die. You know, they come back up after a couple of generations and the Martians are all just lying around <laughs> with the fucking flu. Ha ha ha. Anyway, I was thanking people. Cosmic Fines. Thank you, Cosmic Fines, for your hype emoji and your $5 super chat. Thank you, House Palmer, for your dance, shuffle, tap, stomp, slide, groove, wiggle, and a wave. And your $5 super chat and your fine hair. You know, thank you, Cosmic Fines. Just banging out there. Being a G. We got a new member. Welcome, new member. New member alert. New member noise. 
Oh shoot, oh shoot, a new member of the channel. Welcome to the Wave Red King. Welcome to the Wave Red King. Yeah, you are officially a supporting person. You're officially engaged in the Meaning Wave economy. You're officially supporting these endeavors, these historic endeavors that are occurring. Oh my goodness. So shout out to you. What up, Red King? Red King dropped a $10 super chat like a G and said, hey, I was forced to move by myself into a new apartment during all this craziness. Who needs furniture when you have clout? These are the important questions. Who needs furniture when you have clout? Meaning wave anyway. I love the streams. Keep it the good work, brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. With help from you, with friends like you who could not do an epic stream every day up in here. You know, I had the same thing, my guy. I had to move out of my studio. Uh, you know, I had to vacate the Epic Don Studios, and, and here we are now in, in the new, the all new upstairs at the crib. Upstairs at the crib, keeping the family awake 24 hours a day, baby. Yes, we regulate the vibes, we regulate the situations, we regulate the deep penetration of this situation. Ho! Oh! What up, Andrew Klein? Says, congrats on making the family complete. Or is it? Much love, man, meaning mushrooms. Huh? I didn't have a baby. It wasn't me who had the baby. It was August and Everett who were the babies, and they were the children of says St. Miniel and Kyle Hoff. Shouts out to the fathers. Shouts out to the mothers. Shouts out to the children of the wave. Yeah, children of the wave. Ooh, that's a good title for something. Ooh, that's a good title for something. Children of the wave. And you've got to say it like this. Children of the wave. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do, baby. Beautiful woman, beautiful woman. Play my song. Why don't you play my song? Oh, that's what. Yeah. All the ducks. Swimming, swimming in the water, children of the wave, swimming in the water, it's the children of the wave, yeah, it's the children of the wave, yeah, it's the children of the wave, yeah, living in the center of the earth with the dinosaur people, yeah, everybody is the best, nobody's equal, you look cool. Oh, you look epic. Yeah, baby. Children of the wave. Children of the wave. Children of the wave. Children of the wave. Yeah, baby. Mean and stream. Yes, that mean and stream. Here comes Hercules. Drop some diamonds in the chat. Diamonds in the chat. Yeah. Diamonds in the chat. Fuego says, keep talking and take my money. Keep talking and take my money. Fine, I'll take your money, Ben Fuego. I'll buy my son a bagel. In Trinidad and Tobago. Hanging out with Rachel from friends. And all her friends. Drinking some coffee. And doing it properly. Don't say that. Yo, 
see if you want it. That's the people. Yo, 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 yo. Oh, they're dropping diamonds in the chat. Hercules, got a question. What's your question? Do you want to listen to my diamond song or my, um, I wonder, I wonder what you do remix that I made? Yeah, what do you want? Do you want to hear the diamond song or do you want to hear Hercules doing that, that Alan Watts remix? What do you think they want, Herc? Diamonds. They want diamonds. They're dropping mad diamonds in the chat. What do I want? Uh, me, a million dollars. Hot dog. What's that thing from It's a Wonderful Life? I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. Hmm, I could, I could, yeah, they're both hot. Everyone's saying both. People are saying both. Diamonds. Cool. Beautiful. Hey, you say. What are you doing? He's pausing it. What are you watching? Dance EDM. Dance EDM. He's always watching this dance EDM. That kid's got blue hair. I don't know how good an influence he is. Yeah. 
voice the whole time diamonds diamonds yo shout out thanks to everybody wait a minute i'm trying to make this why doesn't this thing work yo 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 who's waiting siren who's siren who's siren she's waiting for you who's this siren who's waiting for you hercules oh no you're playing pokemon with siren Minecraft. You play Minecraft with Siren. Hope it's got to get back to Siren. Uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you for the super chat, Vin Fuego. Says, keep talking to take my money. Thank you, Andrew Klein. I door-dated these bucks here Hercules can have. Yeah. Thank you, Kira O. Says, we are all astronauts. That's facts. <laughs> Our studio does look like a spaceship, Hercules. You're right. Yes, it does. All right, Stanford by five. We're getting out of here. We're getting out of here. <laughs> I was trying to keep this down to an hour and a half tonight. Uh, we did two hours and six minutes. That's pretty good. Come on, Herky. I'm going to see you. We're going to see Hercules. All right. Okay. You ready?